Uh, our next guest is, uh, he could probably gather of what I'm going to have tomorrow because, as you know, no, I'm not a big turkey guy. So I've got an idea what I'm going to pull off tomorrow. On a bucket of chicken. Oh, yeah, because I checked. I checked. The full menu is in effect at Blue Ribbon coming up tomorrow. Now, they got the special turkey menu as well, too. But my man, my man Johnny says, oh, yeah, we got the regular menu. So I think maybe after game number two of the NFL slate, that's that's where I could be headed. There it is. And I know if my man was in town, he would join me, the one and only Steve Berline, our quarterback, the quarterback. What's happening? Hey. Hey. I'm jealous. I'm tempted to jump on the road and join you out there for for a little Thanksgiving bucket. You should, man. But I I got an idea there'd be more than one bucket. Yeah, for both of us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely would be. I wouldn't be sharing my bucket with you. Oh wow. Well, you you know he would have to have his bucket for the ride home too. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. You're talking two or three there. And then a bucket on the way home. Yes, yes. We've established a little history there. Yeah, you're right. That's it. That's right. You know, you got turkey and stuffing. Uh, Burline's got, I think, uh, uh, chicken wings and and um, uh, why am I drawing a blank? Uh, with the drink, the Tito's. There it is. The, the, the Tito's Tito soda. Yeah, there it is. You got it. Tito soda. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Good. Yeah. L- little splash of lemonade if I'm in Vegas. All right, man. Let's hear it. Uh, what is going on for you uh, Thanksgiving Day? What's what's the Burline table looking like? Where are you going? Are you hosting? Is the lovely Esther like you know putting on the apron and, and and cooking up a storm? Or did you find some sucker's house where you can go to and put it all on them and you just kick back and eat and drink? Um, I am going to uh, Esther's house for mm-hmm. sure. My kids are going to be with their mother. So I get to do the uh I get to do the uh the the, the boyfriend thing uh-huh. and just kind of show up and hang out with her family. Uh so it'll be a lot of fun. All right. There it's a lot is. of fun. I'm looking. Yeah, and it'll be, you know, she's Korean, so uh there'll be it'll be a traditional American uh fair for sure, but uh she'll throw a few twists in there too. Maybe a little Korean barbecue, which oh. which will be kind of nice as well. All right. Uh, there it is. Yeah, I got that going for me. I like that, man. I like it. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know, man. Let's see. You going to want to go north uh, on Saturday? Or you want to go down to the farm and see your Irish take on Stanford? I mean, come on, man. It is revenge game, too, you know, for you. Well, it is for sure. Um, it seems like it always is a revenge game with Stanford. It's crazy. They, they've stunk, Steve, for, for years now. You know, And I was looking back at that today and I go, wait a minute. Notre Dame lost that game last year? Well, how'd that happen on their home field? Well, yeah, well, it, it, it's, you know, it's a long ways as far as that, that, uh, And did we lose Steve um, Burr? Oh, there back. Go ahead. All right. Am I back? I'm sorry. I lost you a little yeah. Bluetooth, little mishap there. Sorry about that. No problem. Uh, but Stanford uh, always has played Notre Dame well. And, um, you know, fortunately, they have a new coach there with no real history with Notre Dame. So, uh, you know, we'll hope that, uh, that, that the, he doesn't have figure out how, what the formula was and, um, you know, come up with a way to, to, to disappoint on Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, we've seen it too many times in the past, for sure. But, you know, I was at the Wake Forest game last week, and 
you know, they, they really did. They took care of business with an inferior team, which is what we hope they will do uh, with this Stanford team as well uh, come this weekend. So uh, we'll see. Yeah. So what do you think, man? Before we get to the NFL side, obviously the, the big game is Ohio State and Michigan. You got no Jim Harbaugh on the sidelines. You know you're going to have a 100,000-plus uh, maize and blue at Michigan Stadium. And then, you know, you've got a, a battle of, of two teams that are both undefeated, 11 and 0. And in my opinion, I, you've got two, I, I don't want to say suspect quarterbacks, but they're not great quarterbacks. And neither one's really been good the last couple of weeks. I don't know how much you, you've looked at these two teams during the course of the college football season, but what do you think is going to happen on Saturday? Well, you know, I, I think. Michigan is a better football team, in my opinion. I, I, I went to the Notre Dame-Ohio State game, and uh, I really thought Notre Dame was a better team in that game. Notre Dame was more physical and kind of backed up what Lou Holtz claimed uh, prior to the game. And, uh, you know, I, I believe that, that Ohio State is, is, is a little bit overrated. And, you know, Michigan, uh, I think they're feeling like they're it's, it's kind of an us-against-the-world the mentality. And, um, you know, I think they believe – that they uh, they are meant to to keep this thing going, and and I, I would expect them. Even though it's at the big house, right? Yep. Yeah. Even though it's at the big house, I still would uh, expect Michigan to uh, uh, to to find a way to come away with this game. I just think they're a better football team. All right. All right. Let's talk about uh, Raiders. Uh, they lose to the Dolphins last week in Miami. I don't know how much of that you looked at. Uh, Twenty to thirteen. Ugly game. You know, we're seeing a lot of that with the Raiders lately. And let's talk a little bit about the quarterback issues here as well, too. I mean, Aiden O'Connell with three interceptions. We know he's a youngster. Uh, defense is playing well enough uh, uh, to win here. Tell me what you've seen with the Raiders over not only the last few weeks against the Cupcakes, against the Giants and the Jets, but they stepped up in competition. They hung for a while. Dolphins kept them around. They had three turnovers themselves, but in the end, Raiders got the loss, and again, another game, Steve, where the Raiders can't get it done offensively. That's 8 of 11 of their games under 300 yards in total offense. Yeah, and, you know, that's that's the theme. And, they, you know, uh, obviously we don't need to jump into the Jimmy G, uh, uh, you know, issue. We know that that whole uh, thing has run its course. But, um, you know, I think that the, the – uh, you know the the Aiden O'Donnell situation is interesting. I, I think he's he's uh, impressed in a lot of different ways in terms of you know what whether or not he can eventually be that guy. Um, but I, I, my 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 hesitation is uh, legit. I, I don't think he's ever going to really really be that guy, even though he's shown some things that you know would get you excited at, at points. Uh, I don't think the Raiders. Or anybody realistically looks at him as being that guy. So, um, you know, is he going to be a guy that may be able to find a home as a backup quarterback? You could call a backup quarterback down the road. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the Raiders are still looking for that guy to step up. And I've been impressed with how they've been playing. They've been inspired. They've been playing really hard for Pierce. And, and I, I give him a lot of credit for that. Um, you know, but the, the bottom line is that, um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's going to be every, every game is going to be an adventure, and uh, you know they they did play the Dolphins tough last week, um, but you know I, I think there's going to be more disappointment uh, than uh, excitement as the rest of this year 
kind of unfolds. You, know, you, you mentioned, you know, the, the Jimmy G thing and, and not going back to that, but I, I got to pose this question. I mean, you're not going to win, it seems like, with Aiden O'Connell. And if you still have some sort of playoff aspirations, which, you know, every coach is still saying that. Mark Davis, you know, again, he when he made this change, he goes, hey, we're not giving up completely. No, we're we're, we're going to try to change his culture immediately, but no, we're, we're still trying to win. We got an outside shot at, at making the playoffs here. And after, you know, seeing what O'Connell did or didn't do again, again with the three interceptions, I mean, at, at some point, don't you got to say, we know that Jimmy Garoppolo is the best quarterback on our roster. Sure, he might not be the future. We are paying him a ton of money still to be here. I mean, seriously, what do you do if you are the coach of this football team? Because you do have Devontae Adams. You've got, you know, Jacoby Myers. And these guys got to be saying, give me the ball. And who's the best guy to get him that ball? I mean, I get it that you want to be, you know, married to O'Connell and move and all that stuff. But we know that you know, he's probably not going to be the future of this team. So can't we at least, you know, think about, you know, getting the best guy on your roster or on your quarterback room to, to maybe lead this team, especially when you got the Chiefs coming up, which is an ultimately must-win game? Well, yeah, yes, and, and I'm the only reason I said what I said before was because I, I would think that um, they would have made uh, an, a, a change at, at, you know, going into last week, going into Miami in that game against a good football team. If you're still really playing for the playoffs and you're still – really thinking that you you can turn this thing around you've got some momentum going why would you not put the guy in there that that uh you know gives you the best chance to win you would think um and that would be jimmy garoppolo but uh it didn't happen last week and and uh you know i i don't i haven't seen any announcement that it might happen this week um and and you know it's hard to figure out what the mentality is there right now they're saying that they still think they've got a chance. They're, they're paying Jimmy Garoppolo what they're paying him. It's not, you know, elite quarterback money, but you brought him in to be your guy. Uh, and I understand trying to cut all ties and all association with Josh McDaniel, but, uh, you know, the, the bottom line is that if you really do want to win, you can't realistically think that Aiden O'Connell gives you the best chance to win. And, uh, and I think that's what a lot of us are looking at, even though, he has, he has, you know, he's exceeded expectations and, uh, he's shown that, that, you know, maybe down the road he can be a decent quarterback. Uh, he's, he's not going to be the guy that's going to be able to get this team on a run and, uh, and get them to, uh, to really have a shot at that playoff right. opportunity. Steve Berline joins us. NFL Monday quarterback on the CBS Sports Network. Check that out on Mondays and, of course, replays on Tuesday, as I've been reminded before. My guy there. Um, Raiders and the Chiefs. Chiefs are nearly a 10-point favorite in this game. They're coming off of a loss. So conventional wisdom says, hey, Chiefs are going to be fired up, locked in, ready to go. Heck, they had a 10-point lead against the Eagles going back to Monday night's uh, game, and they spit the bit. I mean, Jalen Hurts leads the Eagles to two touchdowns. Uh, The Chiefs will drop passes. We've seen that again throughout the course of this season, specifically again on Monday night here. What do you anticipate to see with the Raiders and the Chiefs at Allegiant Stadium, my friend, Sunday afternoon? 
Well, I, I think you did a good job of summarizing it right there, TC. I think that, uh, you know, you, you, if you're the Raiders, you're catching the Chiefs at the wrong time. Uh, you know, not that there's ever a right time to catch them, but, um, you know, they, they come off a, a loss like that on Monday Night Football, even though it's a short week for them. Uh, they know how to get themselves ready. They, they will uh, be super motivated. They, they can't lose two games in a row. Uh, if their, their goal is to be that number one seed, they can't drop a game to the Raiders, uh, who, who fired a coach midseason, uh, and who are struggling, uh, as, as they seem to always be at this point. Uh, I think they're going to be ready to play. Now, their offense has not been the same Chiefs offense, uh, that we're used to seeing all year. You know, they're not hitting balls down the field. Mahomes, whether it's, uh, the chemistry with the receivers or whether it's, uh, I mean, the lack of chemistry, obviously, or um, just, you know, not having those guys that that can uh, give him those opportunities on a regular basis. I don't know, but they have not been as effective offensively as we're used to seeing. I mean, they only scored 17 against the Eagles this past week, and uh, they haven't really lit up the scoreboard many times at all this year. So, you know, in a, in a close ball game at Allegiant, if the Raiders come out ready to play, which I expect they will because, I think Antonio Pierce has done a great job of uh, allowing them or, or getting them ready to play each week. Um, you know, I, I think it'll be a good tight football game. Uh, you know, for most of the most of the way, but I think the, the Chiefs will probably pull away a little bit at the end and, and uh, you know leave no doubt who the better football team is right now. And I hate to say that I'd love to see the, the Raiders pull off the upset, but my analyst hat overweighs my. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raider alumnus, uh, you know, heart. And so, uh, I would go with the Chiefs for sure on this one. It's good that you don't have your, your Carolina Panther alumnus hat on right now, too, right? Cause that, that's kind of a short conversation, <laughs> don't you think? Yeah. 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 I was out there for, uh, one of their only wins. In fact, they're all, is it their only win? Their only uh, win. I, I, yes. I out, yeah. yeah. I was out there for, for that, uh, uh, that win over Houston. Uh, they're the only ones that could control. CJ Stroud, it seems. And, uh, but yeah, not a lot to cheer about in Pantherville for sure. I, I was happy to be there and be a part of that celebration, but, uh, it's, it's, it's been a long year and it's going to continue for, you know, for the foreseeable future for them, unfortunately. Listen to that. In the last 10 minutes, Steve Berline is, he talked about being at the <laughs> Ohio State Notre Dame game, the Wake Forest Notre Dame game, uh, and, uh, the, the Panther game. I mean, where, where aren't you at? That's what I want to know. Uh, traveling back and forth to New York City to do the TV show. I mean, what's going on with you, man? I mean, can I have some of your frequent flyer miles? Dude, uh, it, it, it gets old, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be I'll be heading out on Saturday to Atlanta. I'm doing the Saints in Atlanta um, uh, in uh, in Atlanta this weekend, and then I'll fly up to New York for my show. Uh, fly up to New York on Sunday night, do my show on Monday, and then be right back out here late Monday night. Uh, fortunately, I've got a home game next weekend. I've got the, uh, uh, the Cleveland Browns at the Rams, and I won't have to travel. Uh, i just be able to go over to the game uh, right at SoFi and uh, give myself a little bit of rest and spend a little bit of time in my own bed, which would be nice. There it is. Steve Berline, the Compass Media Radio Network, Saints and Falcons. Those two teams don't like each other. That's a fact. Whether they're any good or not, they can't stand each other. No, they can. And, and you know, this whole NFC South, it's a pillow fight, obviously, right now. And, and uh, 
uh, I think the Saints are the best team probably in that division when you look at across the board. You know, when uh, Baker Mayfield had people a little bit excited in Tampa Bay early in the season, but they're kind of starting to show what what was more along the lines of the expectations now. And, um, you know, Atlanta and Carolina, I don't think it's going to get much better mm-hmm. for them. Atlanta can't seem to find a quarterback. And, um, you know, I, I think the Saints across the board are the best team whether it's with Jameis Winston or, or, uh, you know, uh, Derek Carr, David Carr. Which one is it? I get confused. Derek Carr? Carr. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Derek Carr. <laughs> David, I was David, about David Carr the other right. day on my show because we, we were talking about the, the most sacked quarterbacks in NFL history. Oh, no. And both, uh, uh, David Carr and my name are in that conversation. So hmm. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was talking about those not so pleasant memories. Oh, that's funny. All right. I got to say the game of the week, though, is definitely Buffalo at Philadelphia. And uh, the, the Bills showed up last week. Josh Allen had three touchdown passes uh, against uh, the Jets team. He just, you know, had that one circled that, okay, this is going to be a good spot for Buffalo. Uh, they're going to get out of this funk, get a little revenge for, for them against the Jets, what happened on opening night. And then now you got the Eagles, best record in the NFL coming off that big win. Uh, intriguing game. What do you, th- what are your thoughts about Bills Eagles? Well, I think it's it's going to be a fantastic football game. I really think the Bills are getting ready to go on a run. I know their schedule is is absolutely brutal to finish out the season, uh, but I've I've gone on record saying that that I think that um, you know Josh Josh Allen has has been awakened and uh, this whole team you know with the firing of of the offensive coordinator um, and in you know making the change that they did. Um, I just, I think this team is too good. It's got too much talent. Uh, even though they've had some injury issues, I, I think they're going to make a run. Um, I would not be surprised if they found a way to go down there to Philly and, and, uh, and win that football game, even, uh, with the Eagles, you know, at nine and one. And, and, but, but I think Buffalo's playing for their lives. A lot of people have counted them out of it. And I, I don't think they appreciate that very much. And I know what Josh Allen is made of. And, um, you know, he's got his, 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 uh, his kind of, you know, um, confidence back, his swagger back. Um, you know, Diggs, I think, has got a lot to prove. They've got, you know, they've got, you know, they've got good players across the board. And, um, I, I really think they're going to go on a nice little run here. So I like Buffalo. Hard to say, mm-hmm. uh, when you look at what, what they're going up against going to Philadelphia with, uh, the Eagles at nine and one, but I, I think it's going to be a fantastic ball game with both teams playing well. And Buffalo, I think, comes away with it though. All right, he is Steve Berline. All right, tomorrow uh, you're going to be watching football. You're going to be eating. We get that. Let's go down the list of the three games uh, tomorrow and give me some thoughts. You got the Packers at the Lions uh, again. Now all of a sudden, the the Detroit Lions look like uh, you know a. They, before they were always a gracious host on Thanksgiving Day, right? Where they had no shot. Now they're the favorite over the Packers, and we're, we're starting to see the Lions start to dominate the Packers, which we never saw. You'd have to go probably about 30, 40 years, you know, before that happened. But but now you got the Detroit Lions a seven point favorite. Jared Goff is actually starting to play some some good football. They had a little scare last week against the Bears, but they came from behind, and the old Lions, Steve, as we know, probably would not have accomplished that. Give me some thoughts on the Lions. I love the Lions, man. I really do. I've been on, on that boat, uh, the Lions boat, for 
you know, since last year. And uh, when they got on that run the second half of the year last year, I, I really uh, believe that, that they're a team that can play with anybody, especially at home. You know, uh, you we're going to see how they hold up on the road. And, uh, you know, as, as all of this kind of unfolds, um, but I, I really do like them both sides of the ball and with, uh, you know, obviously uh, the talent they've got in the passing game and, um, you know, with, with uh, Jared Goff playing at the level that he's playing at these days. Um, you know, I, I just think they're a really good, confident football team. To come back and win that game against the Bears last week, I thought was uh, really something that's going to be when they look, when you look back at, at what they've uh, been able to accomplish, I think that that, that win right there is going to be the one that uh, people look back and say, hey, you know, that was a game that we should not lose. We dug down. We didn't deserve to win it. But we found a way to get it done, and that's what great football teams do. Um, you know, I, I couldn't be more impressed with how uh, Jared Goff has, has developed and evolved over the last couple of years. And um, you know, we all knew his shortcomings. Uh, that's what got him, you know, a one-way ticket out of L.A. And uh, uh, but he's taken advantage of this opportunity. They've embraced him, and he's playing at a very high level. Even though he had a bad week last week, everybody does at some point. We know that. Uh, but he stepped up and got it done when he had to. And uh, I was really impressed. That's a good football team. And, 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 and a good football team that believes they're good and that they can win no matter what the situation is a pretty tough combination to uh, to count out at any point. So I, I really do like the Lions. Lions are favored by 7.5 points. Some books have it 8 over the Packers. You know that's the first time they've been favored on a Thanksgiving Day game since they were a two and a half point favorite against the Vikings in 2016, they actually won that game by three. But uh, and then before that, they were never favored. So think about that. Isn't that crazy? They play every year on Thanksgiving and they're never favored. But here they are and again. It's it's the new look Lions and Steve Berline is on the bandwagon, the Dan Campbell bandwagon. Well, yeah, well, that's because they sucked for all those years. Exactly, that, and that's that's because they. They, they, you know, I mean, who are you, who are you ever going to give them a, I mean, it just, it, there's no way you could have made them the favorite in any game that they played over the course of, um, you know, the last, who knows how many years. So, um, this is a different football team. And, uh, you know, I, I really am, I really am on board. I love what Campbell has done with the mentality that he's established out there and, uh, the confidence that that team plays with, uh, you know, I, I I'm I couldn't be more impressed. So yeah, I'm on board with them for sure. Washington Dallas, and I I get it. You know, from a TV perspective in years past, I mean that was a game that, you know, uh, it's a rivalry. I, we get that, but man, Washington is just uh, a shell of, it, of itself. And and Dallas, double digit favorite in this game. Uh, I I know that you know, hey, anybody can beat anybody on any given Sunday or Thanksgiving day, right? But uh, how much of a shot do you think Washington has in this game? You know, not much. Yeah. Um, although, although I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if if Dak and the Cowboys laid an egg because it's kind of been their their you know I wouldn't say their norm, but I would say they they seem to do it you know a couple times a year. Uh, they did it already once against the Cardinals this year. One of their losses, but, but by the way, but on the road at home, they're they're solid. I mean, they've blown everybody out yeah, at home. You're right. Yeah, this year. You're right. But who? But who? But listen, look at who they've played. Oh yeah. They've not played a team with a winning record 
all year. They've not beaten a team with a winning Correct. record all year. Right. Um, so they're, they've only played two teams this year that have a winning record, and they lost both of them, the 49ers and the Eagles. Correct. Um, yeah. And so their other losses to the Cardinals. So we don't know what the Cowboys are. We know they've got a darn good defense. We know that uh, everybody's going to have a hard time scoring against them. We know that Dak can light it up against the inferior teams. I want to see him do it late in the season against a good football team um, in a game that matters um, because he has not done that. It's the same. To me, he and Kirk Cousins are the same guy. Now, they put up unbelievable numbers, but they don't find a way. And I, no disrespect to Kirk Cousins because I like him and I like Dak too, but but you, you can't put them in that elite category if they don't win big games. Do you know what? You know how many games in a row Jalen Hurts has won against winning teams, teams with winning records? Oh yeah, thirteen. He's the man. Thirteen games in a row. Yeah. yeah. I mean, do you think that's coincidence? That is not coincidence. Those guys all have played on good football teams. The Vikings have been a lot better than people give them credit for. The Cowboys are a really good football team, but their quarterback has to step up in the big games, and they have not done it. And that's the difference. I got to see Dak do it before. I give him the credit that uh, a lot of people seem to give him, you know, without ever accomplishing really anything. Uh, okay, I'm going to give you your goal. Your... By the way, go ahead. For the record, this this won't be that game. Right, right. I think the Cowboys. Yeah, I think the Cowboys will come away with this one easily. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't, I don't expect it to be much of a game. I so. don't. Yeah. All right. I was going to say, um, you know, you're a golf guy. I, I'm going to give you a mulligan. I'm going to give you the opportunity for a mulligan here because. Uh, I my ears just went crazy. I could have swore that you just said you like Kirk Cousins. Now, those of us that know you and, and listen to the show on a regular basis, I don't think that's really the case, Steve Berline. Come on, I, I don't dislike Kirk Cousins. I, that's not what we're talking just, about. That's not what we're talking about. He might um, be a great I, guy to to you know have a couple right. pops with, but no, I'm I talking just, about listen, the I, football Kirk Cousins. I just took a shot at him like I always do. I said he puts up great numbers, but he he and Dak are the same guy. That's true. They don't get it done at the, when you need them to get it done. When they need to step up and win a big game, they do not do it. Oh, so I, didn't, I didn't hear that I'm, second part. Oh, that's right. Okay. That's what I said. That's exactly what I said. Hey, hey, numbshot. Yeah, go back to the freaking replay like those – those uh, commercials on TV now, where they go to the replay. Uh, I will, so, you know, I will so do that. <laughs> there, there, yeah, there goes the flag for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to see I'm you throwing a challenge flag. Yeah, and then you got to put on the headset, and there we go. And then I walk That's away right. with my my head down between <laughs> my legs. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Yeah, exactly. I made it very clear I was not being complimentary of Kirk Cousins. There I did say well, at least like you're him. at least you're consistent. There you go. That's what threw me. Well, you know, I right. like Kirk Cousins, and then I like Dak Prescott, but they're like, yeah, you're right. I forgot about the butt part so that's yeah, nice that's thing. what i said hey speaking of the butt the breaking news you know what today is don't you how many years it was 11 11 year anniversary today my friend today an anniversary of the butt fumble your boy mark sanchez oh. <laughs> uh, today's the day huh today's the anniversary yeah wow wow what a what a I mean, <laughs> I don't even know what to call that. What a, uh, I mean, to, to be remembered for that, um, that kind of says it all. I mean, you know, I'm going to leave it at that. I don't know Mark that well. And, and uh, you know, he's, he's got a great opportunity with Fox right now. I'm very jealous of that. 
but uh, you know he he's he's doing well with all that stuff, and he he did get the the Jets to the AFC Championship two years in a row somehow. Some I don't know how it happened, but it did happen. Uh, but uh, what everybody remembers was not how well he played. It was the butt fumble. So uh, unfortunate for him. That's just the way it is. <laughs> and I'm better him than me. You said you didn't know what to call it. I, I, I think we know what to call it. What is your major malfunction, numbnuts? <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, exactly. All right, finally, exactly. Seattle hosting the Niners. Niners with the big get-back game last week, uh, last two weeks, uh, took care of business. Uh, what do you think, man? That's a tough place to play up in Seattle. Pete Carroll's got the uh, got this team going pretty well. Uh, who do you like and why? Well, you know, the the, the Seahawks let a, a real a, a big one go this past week against the Rams. Yeah. I mean that that was a devastating loss, I think, for them. Um, and and I, I there's so many things that that uh, did not impress me about that game. Um, you know, number one, I, I, I Geno Smith, the fact that he didn't fight to come back in that game until the very end. Uh, and he comes up and throws a nice strike, DK Metcalf, uh, you know, showing that his arm is fine. There's no, he's not going to miss any time. I'm like, you know, you got hit. That was a good hit from Aaron Donald. But man, we got hit like that five times a game back in the day. Get up, take the hit, go over to the sideline, rub a little, rub a little, you know, ointment on there, whatever, a little, uh, icy hot and get back out there. And if you can do it, finish out the game. Your team needs you. Drew Locke wasn't going to get it done. Right. So, you know, he, that, and then to come in at the end of the game and, and the way they managed the clock, I thought was a disaster to, to complete that pass to DK Metcalf and then line up and just run the ball, uh, let the clock run down. You know, he lost about 12 or 15 seconds lining up to run the ball and pick up two yards. And then you got to spike it to, to give your kicker a chance for a, 55-yard field goal? I mean, that, that was ridiculous. They should have spiked it after the DK Metcalf catch. They would have had 20-some seconds to try to pick up 10 or 15 yards to make that a much more makeable kick. Um, I thought they managed that ter- situation terrible, uh, or terribly, excuse me. Um, so I'm a little bit fired up. I'm a little bit feisty about the Seahawks. I, I don't like where, where it's heading. That was a very bad loss. Uh, DK Metcalf is bumped up on a short week. Uh, the Niners are steamrolling everybody right now. They are, they are back. They've got that, uh, that swagger back themselves and everybody knows they're probably the best team in football right now. Both sides of the ball. They're healthy. They're confident. Uh, I think, uh, I think they go in there and take care of business. How do you go back and get a guy like Christian McCaffrey? Uh, you know, last year and then, you know, mid season and now you get Chase Young this year. How about that Niner yeah. magic? Yeah, I mean, well, you got to tip your hat to John Lynch Heck and, yeah. and uh, Kyle Shanahan and all those guys that, that are involved. And, you know, by the way, I would never m- minimize what they're doing, but my good friend Mike Shanahan uh, is in very close contact with with that organization. And I, I'm not trying to give him any credit, but I, I do know that he has uh, Kyle's ear and uh, he, he is involved. Um, in some of the conversations that they have too. So I think between the three of them, you've got three pretty good minds that seem to always get that stuff right. And, um, you know, even though they missed 
you know, technically maybe on, on the Trey Lansing. We'll see. That'll still play itself out. But uh, they found their guy in, in Brock Purdy, and they seem to always make these, these huge moves, um, you know, that just separate them from everybody else. So uh, I love where they're at right now, and I, they're my – they're my pick to win it all. I, I don't think anybody can play with them when they're when they're on and they're healthy. All right. He is Steve Berline. You can uh, check him on uh, the radio, Compass Media, Falcons, and the Saints on Sunday. And, of course, uh, CBS Sports Network, NFL Money quarterback, as always. My friend, enjoy. Okay? Pace yourself uh, tomorrow. Okay? And if you're going to mix in the Korean barbecue or whatever, I, I don't know if the, uh, that needs to be halftime in the middle, you know, fourth quarter or post game. I don't know. That's up to you. I don't know how your stomach's going to handle all that stuff. But, uh, you know, you're going to have to report back to us and let us know how that, uh, that combo goes. I'll, I'll let you know for sure. And, you know, I, I've, I've been, uh, you know, frustrating myself. I, I keep saying I got, I'm going to skip started on my little, 30 pound weight loss uh, goal here. And, and, you know, here comes Thanksgiving. That's not going to help me. Uh, I'm going to try to be good though tomorrow. I'm going to try my best mm-hmm. and uh, see if I can avoid really setting myself back. Well, as, as they say, you know, in the old locker rooms, the coaches would say, put a D on the wall for discipline. Come on, Berline. Where's the discipline? Right. Where's that big D? And that D doesn't stand yeah. for Dallas. It stands for discipline. <laughs> About, come on, uh, man! Live 40, it up. It's okay, man. Live it up. Let's just you play thirty six <laughs> uh, holes of golf the next day. That's all you got to do. You live it up, my That's friend. Right. You're fine. That's right. Now I, I will have fun for sure, and I'm gonna get this this back on track here too. I, I promise you. I'm gonna I'm gonna be lean and mean the next time you see me. I hope so. I got my knee back. I'm. I know. I'm seven months out on my knee re- replacement and. I'm ready to go now, man. I mean, I'm good. There you go. I mean, we'll sit down and, and have buckets of chicken. You're, that, and we'll put that knee knee in action there. There it is. And you know, come on, man, get over here. Yeah, get over here. Chicken. That's what you got to do, Being my friend. Me, I mean, you're obviously a physical specimen yourself. There, that <laughs> uh, you know, very intimidating walking around next to you. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Some of us are just blessed with great metabolism. That's all I got to say. Yeah. You know? yeah. We'll just yeah. Le- we'll leave Not it great that. hair, but great metabolism. Oh, I knew that was coming. Wow. Wow. There it is. All right. And I was going to pick up the tab on the, on the, on the next trip. Wow. <laughs> okay. Hey, right, that's, that's where they have hats, man. That's why I can wear my Irish hat. You know, there it is. Wear the hats, you know, to cover up the hair. That's what we got to do. Brother, be good. Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, no, we couldn't hear you, but that's okay. We can hear you, we, we need to hear you now, as the commercial once said. Yeah, I'm in a bed. That's okay, brother. We'll let you go. Hey, enjoy. Cool. Say hello yeah. to Esther and everybody. Have yourself a good Thanksgiving and a good trip over the weekend. All right, brother. Take care. You too. You got yeah. it. There he is, Steve Berline. Eating at home there in L.A. on Saturday. Taking off. Going to do the... Falcons and the Saints game, then head to New York do his NFL Monday quarterback show on CBS uh, Sports Network. There it is, the life of Steve Berline.